Hey, what's up, guys? This is Terrell, and I just want to welcome you back to my podcast. I'm so excited to be doing this, and this will be my second episode on um, Anchor. This platform is amazing because uh, just to be able to uh, do this all via phone, it really makes it more convenient to uh, build a relationship with your audience and, you know, for me to be more consistent uh, with posting on the podcast. Uh, This is so important to me, as you guys uh, may have heard on my first podcast episode, I was able to kind of expound on my experience with depression, anxiety, and um, a lot of people just, you know, have reached out to me and said, you know, hey, I heard your podcast or um, I heard uh, your vlog that you uh, posted on Instagram and, you know, just wanted to know uh, what do you do for your anxiety? What do you do for your depression? I've also experienced that myself. And I think that's such um, kind of, it's kind of like a taboo thing. Like, you know, a lot of people don't really um, openly talk about, you know, what they're dealing with and what they're struggling with. And uh, I think it's time that people break that barrier of, you know, holding on to so much um, and not dealing with, you know, their uh, their issues and their problems, because that's the quickest way that you can end up depressed. Um, And that exactly what happened with myself. So I'm just want to walk welcome you here. And um, this is going to be a great show. It's going to be a great episode. Um, So I hope that you stay tuned throughout. Um, I'm going to be playing music and um, I'm going to be um, going um, through different personalities of music because I love all types of music and I just want to be able to be transparent with you guys so you guys can get a full um, experience of who I am and what I'm about. The reason why I wanted to do this show was because I wanted to uh, be able to connect with people and share with people my testimony and just to be able to have a place where regular people can have regular conversation. And I know uh, you guys may be like, what do you mean by regular people? We are all regular people. And that may be very much true. But the thing is, I feel like sometimes when um, you have, you know, your radio shows and, you know, different type of platforms, you have political and um, commercialized opinions and restrictions when it comes down to really speaking on it. Like, are we really talking about it or are we talking from a position that has to be filtered, you know, and that's the reason why I really wanted to do this because we can, we can talk in it and it can be just the raw and authentic, um, truth of what we're talking about. So, um, let's get into some music and let's get this show started. So that was just uh, LMA, uh, Boot Up, one of my favorite songs of the year. Love R&B music. R&B music is just something about it. Uh, especially, like, here's the thing is a lot of people think I'm weird because my favorite type of music is breakup songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I absolutely love breakup music. It's just something about it. Like, I'm, like, I can listen to breakup music even when I'm happy. Like, I love breakup music. But that's here, either here or there. But... You guys will figure that out the more you guys tune in to the podcast. You guys going to be like, man, this dude is always playing some breakup music. But um, my anxiety, like, I want to really, really uh, break it down. So I'm going to talk about depression through this uh, podcast. And then on the next one, we'll talk more about the anxiety. Now, depression, I believe that depression is, is so many different types of depression. 
um, my type of depression was basically uh, just waking up, like honestly realizing how incorrectly I was living my life. Um, I was a professional people pleaser. And um, once you realize that you can't please everybody, is that's when the devastation hits. And that's when you realize that you've been, you know, living life incorrectly. You have not been um, being true to yourself and serving God, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're trying to serve people, you're not serving God. Like, that was, like, one of the biggest things for me is, like, whoa, like, bro, like, you cannot please everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because the moment that you please one person, somebody else becomes unhappy and then you please that person. It's just it's going to be a devastating situation if you base your life based upon pleasing people. And I believe that that's something that's that happens early on. You know, um, when you're young, you know, what I'm saying you go through, you know, understanding what your parents expect of you, what your teachers expect of you, um, what society and media tells you what a a person is supposed to be you know what i'm saying what a man is supposed to be and or what a woman is supposed to be like you have these expectations that you know you have implanted in your head that this is what is expected of you you know what i'm saying anything below this is unacceptable or anything different from this is unacceptable and what that does is i feel like it put a hindrance and then also a sense of you know restraint on the development of a person and um, that's one thing that I realized is that here I am you know trying to grow as a person but I'm I have these you know barriers on myself you know what I'm saying and I've allowed to accept these expectations and accept these standards of life to you know kind of hinder myself and that's basically what happened once I you know what I'm saying I hit 20 when I hit 25 years old, it was kind of like I had hit a place in my life where I had plateaued and like I was like not as creative as I was. I was not as motivated as I was once was. And I was like, what is going on? And I started to reflect. I was like, why did I make these decisions? You know, what I'm saying why am I not a lot further where I want to be? And why do I feel so like behind in my life? And then once I started looking at certain things, I was like, you know, you can't please everybody and you got to grow. Um, you have to take these restraints off of your, your, yourself, you know what I'm saying? And once I did that, that's when I realized, you know, that I was, I was healing from my depression because once it was, once that reality set in that, like I have been considering everybody else and not myself. And I was putting myself on the back burner and I was trying to please friends and family and society's expectation of myself and what people were telling me that I should be and how it should be and how it should not be. Like that was overwhelming. That was like one of the most overwhelming feelings to know that, you know, I have all these hoops to jump through and all these expectations and it was like none of none of them were my own expectation none of them were my own um you know basically idea of what what I wanted to be and that was like the craziest part so my biggest thing that led me down to depression was the desire to want to please people the desire to want to please people and some people can identify and some people may not some people say I've never cared what people thought I've never set my standards based upon what the world told me I should be some people 
are not going to have that same struggle. But this is my struggle. This was my struggle and my challenge. And I'm telling you, it it literally beat the hell out of me. <laughs> it beat the hell out of me. And um, but I'm gl- I'm glad that I woke up. You know, because with me experiencing that, I really learned a lot about people, and I really learned about myself. I learned that people will, you know, guilt trip you into being something that you're not, you know what I'm saying? People will use you, you know, for all that you have to give and never give you anything and never contribute to your life, never support you in any way, never make a deposit, you know, into your life. And that's something that I never really paid attention to, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, th- I always consider myself to be a giver and, you know what I'm saying? And if I didn't want anything else, I wanted to make somebody laugh. I wanted to give somebody, you know, a, a good feeling or a good impression of me. And that was like my thing. Like I would get around people and, you know, and by it was natural to me, you know, I get around certain people and I curse. And then I get around somebody else and I wouldn't. And, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, I don't know. Like, it all depends on who I was around. And then that's when it hit me. I was like, bro, you so fake. You are so fake. And when you can be honest with yourself and really call yourself out, like, it changes everything. And um, I think that's what a lot of us have to start doing to be able to grow, to heal, and to move forward. We have to be able to call ourselves out on our own BS, like for real. If you're not willing to do that, you, you, you're going to be stagnant. You're going to be stagnant. If you can't challenge yourself, if you can't correct yourself, you cannot take constructive criticism from yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's That's like devastation, you know? So let's get into this next song and let's keep it moving. Yo, I love music. I cannot express to you why I love music so much, but I'm quite sure you love music too. Because who doesn't? Who doesn't? Because music takes you through like a roller coaster of emotions. It gives you comfort. Um, in some cases, um, sometimes it gives you rage, depending on what song you're listening to. Uh, but back on the, the the main reason why we're here, let's finish chopping it up um so we went over my source which is my issue with depression was identifying that I have completely not focused on my development as a person not focused on my own goals and my own truth and my own um path in life and using the template of what media and what people and what family and what friends are expecting of me which like I said was overwhelming but it also was almost my entire life of you know living this way so you you take 25 years of you know just being a uh kind of like a robot <laughs> in a sense that's that's the best way that I can put it you know just being a robot and not really you know thinking not really thinking is what I and it's crazy because when I was 18 I thought I knew everything I thought you know you know, I don't know why people say when you get older, you're going to figure it out. Or when you get older, you're going you're gonna to see what I'm talking about. And I was like, I'm going to think the same way I think now. 
when I'm 50. I don't, you know, and it was just such a, um, such a stupid thing to, to really think that, like, I really believed the stuff that I was spilling out of my mouth at that time. But, uh, the truth of the matter is, is that I'm, you know, I'm 27 now and I do not come, (laughs) I do not think at all like I did when I was 18. And if I could go back and be 18 again, I, I would make a whole, um, a whole lot of different decisions. And, um, so it's just like that was my root of my issue and um now that i'm 27 and like like this past year the year before actually was the roughest year that i dealt with depression and it it put everything into question you know being in depression it it most definitely made me question everything i lost appreciation for everything uh you know being married and then having a job and you know a a good job and you know i i put everything into question like you know because by me being in this people pleasing state of mind all my life, I'm thinking to myself, well, is this who I'm supposed to be with? Is this uh, the job that I'm supposed to be in? You know what I'm saying? Am I doing exactly what everybody else wants me to do? Like, you know, and I was being reckless, like really, really reckless to where, you know, I ended up quitting my job. Um, the relationship wasn't great. I started, you know, lashing out and being super distant from family and friends. And it got bad. It got really, really bad before it began to got better. And, um, it was like, I literally checked out. I checked out. It was, it was such a rough period in my life that, even to this day, I can't identify with the the man that I was during that time. The decisions that I was making, the the things that I was saying, the it, just how I was operating was completely foreign to me. But I think it was just a transition of, you know, it was kind of like a grieving, you know. And I put it in that sense that 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 frame because it's like I literally was grieving a way of life that was normal to me it was my regular routine and I had completely like buried it it was like you're no longer gonna live that way and I was sad and grieving it because it was so familiar it was so comfortable and I was so afraid of what life ahead of me was gonna hold for me now that I'm no longer living within this criteria of the world and of people and of media like it was just like okay what am I about to do and am is this safe for me to let this go if this has always been what what I was used to you know but the thing is you know looking at it now I, I I'm a lot happier and I'm okay I'm okay with saying no to people because <laughs> before, like when you're a people pleaser, it's so hard for you to say no. People ask you something and you just be like, yeah, okay, I'll make it work. Or, man, uh, I was jumping through hoops and I was just saying, like, I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time with a lot of people that should not have had my time. But there's nothing I can do about, you know, the time that I've given. So the only thing I can do is press forward. But I can tell you now that, I have my own standards to, you know, what I do. 
when I operate and when I talk about what I do, like I'm a creative. So therefore I was doing photography, video, graphics and things like that. So therefore I thought that I was helping people out who was not serious. I was giving my time away. I was devaluing my work. I was undercharging. I was, you know what I'm saying? I was gullible. You know what I'm saying? If that, I believe that's the most fitting word. I was very gullible. And, um, it was just like, no more, you know what I'm saying? No more, you know what I'm saying? I say no quicker than I say yes now because I know the value of my time and I know what I stand for and I know that at the end of the day, I contribute where I feel I should and I don't where I feel like I shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? If I don't, if it's not something that I believe in or something that I stand for, I'm not doing it. I, I absolutely can't waste my time. And, um, and I accept the fact now that people, everybody's not going to like me. And I don't need to get bent over out of shape if someone doesn't like me. And that was kind of like a big issue for me before it would be in the people pleaser. You don't, when you're a people pleaser, you don't, you don't go for that. Like, why don't you like me? You're going to tell me why you don't like me. Like, I need to know why you don't like me. And, and that was like such a, I don't know, adolescent way of thinking. <laughs> it was such a... A uh, small-minded way of thinking, but I'm thankful because I no longer have that that way of thinking, and I, it's amazing to be able to see your growth and to look back and be like, "Dog, why were you like that? Why did you do that? Why?" <laughs> so you know, um, so after the whole grieving process, I began to heal and to put my life back together and to be able to come to realization that, you know, it's okay. It's it's okay to hurt. It's okay to have pain. But moving forward, you need to love yourself. You need to pray to God for guidance. And you need to basically reset, you know, and people will adapt. You know, and the people that are meant to be in your life, the people that are meant to um, be a part of whatever you're going to, you know, establish in the future, they will be there. And if they're if it's just you, it's just you. You got to be OK with that. And um, I talk about this more often uh, than a lot of things is validation, you know, when it comes down to being a people pleaser. Another reason why I believe that um, it was so comfortable for me, because when people compliment you, it's, it's some sort of, you know, it's a really great feeling when somebody acknowledge you or if they compliment you or if they, you know, just praise you in a sense. And I feel like that's a source of validation. And that's when I realized that I love being validated by other people like, you know, oh, Terrell, he's amazing at this. Terrell, you're good. You know, I love that feeling. And it was such a, you know, um, it's something to chase, you know, what I'm saying to get more people to talk about you in a positive way, you know. And um, once I started to validate myself more often, it, it changed the need to have other people validate you. And um, that's something that um, affirmation plays a role in, even if I don't say it out loud, 
loud I believe it in my mind um that's something that my coach he uh he he actually put me on to it because I was going through you know my anxiety and we'll discuss my anxiety on another podcast but my, we were talking about my anxiety and he was telling me he was like bro you can't speak those things in existence you can't claim those things you can't put those words in your mouth if you you know what I'm saying if you don't want that to happen if you don't want that to be a case you cannot continue to speak it and um when he said that to me that made me realize what I wasn't speaking at the time you know what I'm saying like I'm not speaking positive so you know I had to change my mindset and I had to affirm myself I had to say you know you're amazing you're a great person you know you are strong you're growing every day you're jumping hurdles you're better than you were yesterday you know you're gonna have an amazing day you know you have an amazing smile you're a great guy you know I had to affirm myself and I had to continue to do this on a daily daily basis because the more I said it the more I believed it the more I heard it and I didn't need to have feel the need to have that validation from other people so like if you are a person that's currently still going through depression or you on and off with depression or you never dealt with a uh, depression at all I, I recommend affirmations. I recommend validating yourself, encouraging yourself, telling yourself who you are. You're amazing. You're one of a kind. You're one and only. And uh, because to me, I feel like it's powers. It's powers in those words. It's power in the fact that you are telling yourself. People may think you crazy because you're talking to yourself, but that's all good. Because the thing is, you're validating yourself. You're empowering yourself and you're telling yourself who you are before you listen to somebody else tell you who you should be. And that's where the power is. That's where the power is. And I tell people like it's different. Everybody's anxiety different. Everybody way of dealing with circumstances is different. You can't compare how well you dealt with a situation to the next person. But the thing is what you can do is you can, um, encourage other people through what they're going through but you also can um give people tools and different resources by sharing what worked for you to help them equip themselves better for circumstances and what they're facing and that's what this show is all about i am so excited for this show i'm so excited for you know where this is going to go i'm excited that you're a part of it Please, if you have not already, share this with someone. Share it on your your social media. Um, if you haven't followed us on Instagram, Terrell Chrissy 0514, follow us. We I just want to grow with you guys and to learn more about you guys. I'm gonna play a couple more songs and I'm out of here. <laughs>